Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. I mean podcast of loathing. I'm your host, Zach slash Jick. And I'm your host, Riff and also Riff. And I'm your host, uh, Kevin slash Cool Puzz. Cool Puzz. You're cool Puzz. Oh, that's right. I show up as Cool Puzz. Hot Stuff, Cool Puzz. Dev. Dairy Queen. Yep. Oh, God. Speaking of Dairy Queen, did you see the tragic tale of this Pizza Hut lamp? Oh, yes. That's so awful. Yeah. So, and this is partly my fault because I, that article that was posted on Metafilter the other day, it was somebody's essay about what Pizza Hut was like when they were a kid. And it was really resonant with me because when I was a kid, we used to go to Pizza Hut a lot and it was like a nice sit down restaurant. Um, and they had these, you know, they had arcade games and they had table service and they had a really good salad bar and they like, you know, the food was still, it was still Pizza Hut, but you could get stuff that wasn't pizza there. We would get a Priazzo, which was (laughs) like a, like a pie made of cheese gross with pizza ingredients no it's fucking good like a 10 inch diameter one would feed a family of three okay well a 10 inch a 10 inch diameter one plus four cokes and two pitchers of beer would feed a family of three (laughs) if it was my family i got a uh i got a high score on the centipede cabinet there once when i was like nine or ten and i was stoked for weeks about that um, I, they had a play choice 10 at mine. They had a Rastan. They had a uh, circus Charlie for a while, which I got kind of good at, even though it was really hard and weird and an old arcade game. Anyway, they also had these stained glass, uh, lampshades that said pizza hut on them. And, uh, I kind of went down this eBay rabbit hole a couple months ago after that article came out looking at it. And I was like, eh, I want this, but I don't know that I want it for $250. But Jake happened to stop by and he said, what the fuck are you looking at on eBay? And I said, uh, and then I explained the whole thing to him. And then while I was gone in Australia, he said, Hey, uh, you're going to have a fun surprise waiting for you. When uh, you get back here, I ordered one of those pizza hut lamps to hang over our arcade cabinet. And then today it arrived and it was just, it was just, it was in a box. And for padding material, there were just like Like eight, eight or 10, and just entire rolls of paper towels. Just, just loose. Not even unrolled. Yeah. No, just, just loose <laughs> rolls of paper towels. And baffling. The guy, the guy, you know, Jake told the guy on eBay what happened, and he replied, uh, boy, I don't understand. I put fragile tape all over the outside of it. Oh God. <laughs> so he's gonna send another one. The guy the guy was a guy who had like torn down a Pizza Hut and kept all the lampshades and is now selling is now destroying them in a really complicated way one at a time over the years was how to properly package a glass thing explained to him before he shipped another one i so i picked up some of the pieces and they do not feel like glass to me they feel like plastic yeah so i wonder if it is just some sort of weird hardened plastic yeah i mean they were mad they were like hella mass produced yeah Uh, and so i wonder if we could probably just glue it back together if all the pieces are still there. I saw a corner of the box and some pieces like f- f- littering, like falling, falling out, out of the corner. So there might yeah. not be all of the pieces, which would yeah. make it a lot harder. I mean, I kind of want to just take some of that and make a make a little piece of wall art that's just like ah, the remnants of my shattered childhood. <laughs> but I have to know whether it's hard or soft to know whether to describe them as ragged fragments right. of Pizza Hut lamp or jagged fragments, right? Jagments they, or ragments, as it they, were. Or are they are they rugged or jugged? 
they rugged, rugged, ra- ragged, rugged ragments or jugged jagments? <laughs> if you if you carpeted a room, would you then say that the room is rugged? Yeah, uh, I would. Okay. If I had given the opportunity uh, to say were, so, I would if say you were so. Shakespeare certainly. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm gonna save the. Remind me to tell the Mordor story on the on video okay. games hot dog. I'm gonna save that for the for the, save the A material <laughs> for video games. <laughs> Premium customers. Um, uh, Riff, have you ever been to Mordor? <laughs> I guess not. Yeah. Okay. So you don't you don't know I mean, how yes, one how one simply gets there. No, no. I mean, um, one does. I know one does not simply Uber to Mordor. <laughs> Um, man, what if you opened a, what if you opened a bar called Mordor Mm -hmm. and you would only let people in if they were on like rollerblades or like a pogo stick, (laughs) like, (laughs) but you never said that you never said it. You just can't, they just had to like figure it out. Like, nope, sorry. There's just a bouncer that just turns people away if it looks like they're going to walk in the door. So the only way into this nightclub, which is out of business the following day from having had zero customers ever (laughs) is to figure out the joke is to solve for the joke in the owner slash bouncer's mind. Oh boy. Yeah, that's good. Um, so we are, uh, uh, in, I'm in San Francisco for like a day between Australia and, uh, Fantastic Arcade. Austin. You are. Uh, you're you're finally wrapping up your world tour of locations by reverse, <laughs> reverse alphabetical no yeah. well, reverse alphabetical <laughs> order. Yeah, there was a fun uh, re- recurring gag for a minute where uh, I was pretending to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, insisting that I was Australian, and also that every time I said the name of a country, I inserted an AL into the name of the country as part of a speech uh, impediment. <laughs> So that so was pretty good because he's Austrian. Yeah, he's Austrian. Yeah. Austria. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. <laughs> As the governor of California <laughs> for a while, that's not a state. I mean, that's not a country. I mean, it might as well be its own country. I mean, sure. Am I right? California is also not a state, so it's accurate either way. <laughs> Well, sure. California was the state that <laughs> Superman, Superman's dad was from. No, Kal-El was Superman. Uh, Jor, Jor, Jor-El was right. Superman's father. Okay, and Kal-El. Correct. Please, what was his, Jor-El is my father. <laughs> I didn't go, I didn't go to... monster. <laughs> I didn't go to eight years of Superman school to be called uh, Mr. Kal-El. What was Superman's mom's name? I don't know. Oh, the, the Virgin Mary. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I've been working on Kingdom of Loathing uh, since I got back here. Got some item of the month stuff going on. Got some crimbo prepping happening. The advent calendar is all ready to roll out, I assume. Uh, Superman's mom was named Lara. What? She doesn't have a weird suffix. I don't get it. Huh. Maybe that's like a, just a male honorific. It doesn't say if it's L, then like maybe... L is Mr. Mr., yeah. Or San. Yeah. Yeah. I bet somebody knows. I bet Stan Lee made that up at some point and made it the truth. <laughs> I, I mean, Cavalier and Clay. Sure. Uh, I don't know anything about Superman. <laughs> who made Riff? Who invented but man? Who invented man? God. But, 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 but man. <laughs> the greatest detective. 
Riff, who invented Batman. I have, I have no idea. <laughs> well, you don't know who wrote Batman? Uh, the um, Kane? <sighs> Bob, Bob Kane is a name that popped in my head just now. Herman Kane? Yeah, I don't know. Bob Marley. One Bob Mould. Bob Mould. Do. Do, do you want me to actually look this up? <laughs> I don't really. Mike was uh, was Mike Herman Nelson? Kane uh, the, Mike Mildew. Rent is, rent is too damn high candidate, or is that I'm thinking of somebody else? Uh, mm. You're thinking of the other black guy that was yeah. in the news Herman, in politics Herman Kane, during Herman Kane was Herman the, Kane was a real. He was, he was the pyramids or grain silos guy. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, what? Um, okay, so I'm trying to come up with a name. I'm trying to come up with a version of REM where all of their last names are something uh, Jimmy gross. And so far, I've got Mike Mike Mildew, uh, Michael Staff. Uh, what's something gross that sounds like Barry? Um, Bill... Rotten poison berry. Barium. Uh, <laughs> a bill burial. That's not, that's not really. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. So then Peter Buck, Peter Muck. Okay. Peter Muck, Mike Mildew. These are the Halloween, spooky Halloween names for REM. I didn't get a chance to give them spooky Halloween names this year. Bill Burial would be a good Halloween name for Bill Barry. Anyway. Uh, Carbonator writes, you guys are heroes. Well, thanks, Carbonator. I don't know why, and the rest of your question doesn't really bear this out. It says, any chance of a daily reminder for the pantogram? Great QOL item. Thank you. Yeah, it's, people aren't, uh, people aren't that excited about the pantogram, even though I thought it was really, really cool. I yeah, thought man. Riff did a bang up job conceiving of that, and I think that, uh, Chris did an amazing job of making the, the actual usage implementation of it seem really cool. And I'm pretty happy with that crazy thing I drew. Yeah. That I, crazy I was not thing just making that up. Drew was super good. Herman, Herman Kane and the Rent is Too Damn High Party. I don't think that that's true. Uh, okay. I think Herman Kane and that guy with the long white hair who said the rent is too damn high were two different people. Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm, I mean, uh, okay. I, so. Maybe instead of having the racist thing where I think all black people look alike, maybe I think each black person is a whole bunch of different people. Does that make me less racist? I don't know. No, I think that makes me exactly as racist or perhaps more. Um, I have used the new feature that I have that lets me toss uh, radio messages into a bucket for... CD Moyer to look at. So I'm hoping that it won't be too big of a deal to add a daily reminder for the pantogram, uh, cause that's a good idea. Reminding you to summon this day your daily pants. Daily pants. Are there any pants that sound like bread? They cover your buns. That's uh -oh. for sure. Um, let's see. Is there, mm, um, what are culottes? Are those pants? Is it, are they yeah, I think culottes pastry? are like those short skirt, short skirt shirts. Okay. I think culottes were one of the things like, uh, you know, like how Jewish communities put up string to make it so they're technically indoors oh, so yeah, they can yeah. get around whatever. Culottes was like that, but so uh, Pentecostal women didn't have to wear dresses, but they still didn't go to hell that was my introduction to culottes was they were worn by pentecostal girls where i grew up because they were 
they were technically religiously required to wear dresses I and see. not pants, but they were just like, they were pants. There's some kind of skirt pant. Okay. That's what I think of culottes as being, at least. Maybe everyone that ever taught me a word was wrong. Loafers uh, are not pants. Ah, rats. That'd be good, though. Yeah. We've surely made that joke, right? Loafers where you just put your feet into bread. Bread. (laughs) Yeah, just bread bread with holes in it. Riff, come on. This is our jobs. (laughs) Um, Come up with bread pants. Dungarees. Dungarees, yeah. No. Um, uh, donut grease. Um, bread. Uh, breadches. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, okay. Britches. Bread, britches, but breadches. Right. Um, Loferals. Suspanaras. Huh, okay. Pant. Oh, just pants. Pants. But the pants. Yeah, yeah pants. There you go. Pants, but with the pan means bread. Yeah. Or you could Guys, do like solved... paints. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Paints like uh like French pants. Oh yeah, paints. paints. Uh, and Elian says, on paints." How long has clicking on the tracks in Seaside Down swapped you between the right and wrong sides of the tracks? Has that always been there, and I've just not noticed? As soon as I redid. The left and right sides of the tracks, the wrong and right sides of the tracks. Yes. Uh, it, I mean, this was still probably like 10 years ago, but, uh, yeah, that has always been there since there was that picture of the tracks at that scale. Uh, you were always able to click on them to go back and forth. You know, there's a lot of buildings that you can click on the front wall to leave and stuff like that. There's, you know, there's all sorts of things you can click on in this video game. Yeah. We don't really draw attention to them. What I should have done is just gotten in the habit of leaving that giant blue border around clickable images like in old web pages. Uh, now it'd be great. Everything would look so good. Deus Ex Machina says, if you're making West of Loathing DLC, can you include cats or possibly dogs for those weird people who prefer dogs? I uh, gave, I've given Wes all of the assets for uh, cat and I imagine he's, he's a, he's a big cat man. And the cat man do, do animations pretty good. Mm-hmm. Also, scat, scat, scat man do, do scat better than anybody else. That's probably not true. I bet there's somebody out there who's b- better at scatting than scat man Crothers. Like, uh, Jonathan Davis from Corn. Was he good at scat? I guess that's what you would call the thing he does. <laughs> okay. Sort of a guttural scat, a scut, a gat. Hmm. Okay, what are pants that are made of scat? Um, well. The, the like, performance or the, yeah. the the noun? The the performance, dude. Or the verb, like, get out of here. Like, getting out of here, pants. Okay. Like, get, go, leave, pants. <laughs> hey, Riff. <laughs> yeah? How are you enjoying the podcast so far? <laughs> is are is a are wallabies pants? Is there kind of pants that are wallabies? Is am I making that up? I mean, I a wallaby like, is wallabies are like kangaroos but smaller. But but there's no like there's no article of clothing that's a wallaby. I don't know. There might be a brand like a garanimal. Hmm. I feel like all of my knowledge is just just jumbled up. Grundleshunt says, how did you decide on the order to list folks in the credits for West of Loathing? That was all me. You just, you did it and then showed everybody and you said, is everybody okay with this? And everybody said, yes. 
uh, right. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I just did, I did all the credits too. It's not just the not just the seven. Sure. Yeah. I, well, I meant the internal credits, but yeah, and then like the special thanks were those. It was beta largely, testers were like more or less alphabetical, right? No. Oh no. It was largely in order uh, in order of quantity of quantity and or time of contribution. Oh, okay. Um, and then yeah, so take was, that people at the end of the list. Well, kind of, I mean, like, uh, and <laughs> I mean, know that about those people, everyone else. Yeah. Uh, but also, uh, then I shifted people around so that it would fit nicely. Cause they were like, just in terms of name length and stuff. <clears throat> gotcha. Um, yeah, but it was, it's, it's mostly that. <clears throat> um, Grundleshunt says also hi Back Bonson, Biff Bonner and Bevan Bimmons uh, he's making it so we've all survived the apocalypse oh, that's nice oh, good, good deal uh, do you secretly accelerate anything on subsequent playthroughs of West of Loathing learning El Vibrato in particular I could see nope wallabies are a kind of shoe oh we there is nothing in West of Loathing that is aware of whether you have done anything in previous playthroughs except skipping the tutorial um, hmm. it, there's no reason that it couldn't be, but like, I don't right. think we even like increment a perma flag for how many times you've finished the game. Cause it doesn't, there's not like really a point at which we're like, all right, you did it. You kind of, I mean, you, but you could do it over and over. Like the, the, the main quest flag. I mean, we don't keep track of it, but like as soon as that, I guess, over, yeah. When the main, so like when you either defeat norton on the train or give him a crown the yeah. main quest flag flips to the state where the cutscene is available so yeah we could increment a perma flag the first time that happens or the only time that happens for every character but we don't i don't think so yeah nothing really knows no one knows um billy bob fred says the cutting room floor listed the release date of kol as november 5th 2009 since this is definitely wrong i changed it to january 31st 2003 which is the date of the oldest announcement on the wiki but just to check what is the actual release date and if not what is it wait what what is the actual release date of kol what is the actual release date and if not what is it i, I don't understand that that's probably two sentences that got edited without fully rereading them oh is that the actual release yeah. date and if not what is it okay sorry i just read it wrong and I'm oh, okay. um i don't know i always just say january 15th whenever i'm thinking about the date as the launch date because i figure that's you now uh the, the old asymmetric site uh never got updated to hit the new database when we moved asymmetric.net oh. to the cloud so i can't look at that um, but even that, I didn't make that asymmetric.net blog post until a while after the game was out. And you didn't, you didn't do a, uh, like the oldest character accounts don't count because those didn't have like creation dates for a while and everything just sort of sprang into existence like in sometime in February, right? April. April. Like April 26th April 20th. or something. Yeah. Um, let's see. If I go to fiends.com. Um, what is fiends.com? Oh no. Uh, well, it used to be where Dragon Court lived. Is Dragon Court still there? Oh, was that the, I, you were going to look the for their very first thing that I ever posted on the internet about the game? Like the first thing that I did when it came time to tell people about it is I went to Dragon Court and I posted in the Dragon Court forums. And I'm curious if I can go back in time in the Dragon Court forums and see when that post was. Wow. Um, so then that was, and that was after a week of development. A week of, yeah, I think about a week of development. Um, Cool. Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
I mean, was, I this, was that a game that you'd been playing a lot? Like, how did that yeah. come to be? It was. It was. It's similar to KOL. Um, no, I'm just curious. Yeah, I was just curious, like, why that was your first choice for outreach. <sighs> I don't know. It was a. Was, was that a the community that had the big Croatian player base, I or was that something else entirely? I, I don't know. It might have been. I really don't. Because uh, there was a big Croatian KOL. I mean, that, so Dragon Court is where Accordion Thief and Inkanu came from, who are the two like oldest existing accounts that weren't like testing accounts. Okay. Um, they were like the last remaining like two digit player IDs that are around. But um, yeah, it doesn't look like Dragon Court is up anymore, or at least won't run in a modern browser or something is going on here. So yeah, I don't know, man. J- July 5th, 2015, as the fiends.com is like, I'm old and I have a job and a family. I can't maintain the website anymore. If you have a PayPal subscription, please go cancel it. Mm. Wow. Sad. Yeah, I know. He's old and he has a job and a family. Sucks to be him. Yeah. I mean, blessed to be him. Don't get any of those things. I would like a family and I like having a job. I could do without being old, though. Ugh, man. Damien posted that picture of me being creepy and then somebody posted how I was an old man in a cardigan. Were you in a cardigan? No. So then nothing they can say, nothing they say No, I know. I replied, it's a hoodie. I bought it at the Young Relevant Cool Guy store, (laughs) (laughs) which I did. Was it really called Young Relevant Cool Guys? No, it was called Cotton On. Cotton On? I don't know. I think it's some some big, like, uh, like they give all their money to dead children. (laughs) You know, it's some charity thing. Uh, They're trying to raise them from the dead. I bought this hoodie in Australia, and the zipper is on backwards. It's... It just it's on the other side. It's not like it zips from the inside. Um I am guessing that the game the top released down. a couple of days before the first announcement. Um because I I think that I probably added the announcement system after it was clear that anyone was playing. Like the graffiti wall didn't really the chat did not exist. There was a graffiti wall that was just right. a side pane that people just started using as a chat. So I made it work like a chat. Oh, wow. And then a y- less than a year in, that's I... That's awesome that that's how, it, that's how it like became... That's how people communicated. Yeah, I learned a little bit of Ajax stuff enough to write the first version of Loathing Chat that was like the real-time uh, updated stuff. Um and that has since been Supplanted. mostly replaced by Chris Moyer's code, I think, at this point. Tabbed um, chat. Yep. Good old chabbed tat. But yeah, January 31st, 2003 is close enough. Uh, A14 says, some very late praise. I just bought Sweet Synthesis, and combining candy has to be one of the most satisfying experiences in all of KOL. Please make more items like this in the future. Oh, hey, that one got a Mark Knopfler, too, in addition to being really nice. Um, I don't remember how Sweet Synthesis works. You combine random candies, candies and it gives different random effects. Yep. Did we make the effects or does uh, it use existing effects? I think there are both. I think it, I think it, I think so. I don't remember anymore, honestly. I'm going to look at our old friend, the KOL wiki. 30 turns of an effect for the cost of one spleen and two candies. Mm, candies. We definitely, we definitely made some new effects for that as i recall oh yeah yeah they're all synthesis colon something but is that the only thing or do we also give you some older effects i don't think so okay 30 turns of an effect and then there's a list of 15 new effects which seems like 
the number that we would make. I don't want to be sick for Fantastic Arcade. Yeah, I don't this want you to be sick for Fantastic sucks. Arcade. I don't, I don't want, want to get a, other I don't want to be in a plane sick. with you. Yeah. And then in a house. It's gross. JXQZ says, favorite song from 69 Love Songs? That is, an, that is a great question. Um, I don't think I can pick a single favorite song from 69 Love Songs. I mean, the one that is probably the, Nevada. the best song is uh all my little words like that's probably just like in my mind the most effective like this is just a song <laughs> i have no idea what i'm actually trying to say here it's like a pretty just a like i would i could play that for anyone it's not like hey listen to this weird nerd shit that i like it's like here's just a song uh yeah reno nevada's really good reno dakota reno dakota. why do you say reno nevada i don't know because everything because everything yeah. is m- michelle yeah. in my head um, I like Abigail Bell of Kilronan, except that song is very, very difficult to listen to anymore because I almost exclusively listen to music on headphones. And for some reason, the, uh, well, not for some reason, because they made the choice to do this. The entirety of the guitar track for Abigail Bell of Kilronan just oscillates back and forth at maybe two hertz between the left and right channel. And it is nauseating to listen to on headphones, and it, it's really upsetting. Um, I don't know. Underwear is pretty good. Bub, Busby Berkeley Dreams is really good. Like, Kiss Me Like You Mean It is really good. Like, just, I mean. I always uh, just listen to the whole thing. Yeah. In order. Yeah. Like, nearly, nearly every song on it is amazing. Yeah. Um. Just in case you don't have a Google alert for this, says Durdrum, Wizards of the Coast has a new Dungeons & Dragons podcast episode, Matthew Lillard, <laughs> Unprofessional D&D. Huh. Man, I need to uh, need to get that one. Uh, Real Apex Ultimo says, Avatar Paths as the class's nemeses. Like six different Avatar Paths? Oh, man. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, if you could play as the spirit of New Wave. You, you have cool. to evolve into another form, and that'd be rough, though, because I think I imagine that a lot of those were hard enough to write three versions yeah. of. <laughs> they're not. They're not all exactly like huge pallets, you know. Ooh, what if you fought a huge pallet? <laughs> oh yeah, one one for each tower, old tower monster. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Martinizer says, could you add the ability to see what miscellaneous items do the same way you see what equipment does when looking at the inventory? Also, uh, can I have a Spookloween name? Uh, let's see. Martinizer. Martinizer. Mortinizer. Murderizer. Murderizer. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, now both of you have to come up with a new one. Uh, oh, boggle rules, huh? Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, it does. Remove Why do your, you ask? Remove your eyeser. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Uh-huh. Um... Peeled grape, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bowl of Martin's eyes. We've got the eyes of Martin Lawrence, Martin Mull, Martin <laughs> Luther, Martin Luther King, Martin Shkreli. I can't think of any other people named Martin. Martin Sheen. Oh, yeah, Martin Sheen. Yeah. His eyes are real shiny. Yeah. Martin the Martian. Uh-huh. <laughs> um Martin uh Martin, who's the comedian Martin that I don't Pulverizer. like? Pulverizer. 
There you go. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> um, I don't know what you mean by miscellaneous items, and so I don't know how to answer that question. Well, like the miscellaneous tab, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, we could give in-inventory blue text to items, but if you turn on pop-up inventory descriptions, you basically mouse over stuff to see whatever we say it's going to do. Um, like, gear fits into a lot smaller, like, a, a lot fewer categories. So it's it's a lot, real systemized. It's really easy to make, like, filters to sort that kind of stuff. Uh, stuff that is in a miscellaneous category is miscellaneous because it just it doesn't easily fit into another category right so like that that by definition is much harder to to make work like gear and and whatnot food and booze and stuff is also we did a series of updates a couple of years ago where we went through and like for all healing items we gave them blue text that says how much mp they heal and stuff like that and so there was a lot of uh, a lot of extra kind of transparency updates that were done there, but all of that pretty much had to be done manually because none of that stuff really used, like, there's not just like a category of item that is healing item. There's just a category of item that the code, when you use it, is at HP. Um, and so there wasn't really any way to automate that kind of stuff. And it also doesn't show, like, from inventory. You have to actually be looking at the item description to do it. Um, man, my throat is fucked up. This sucks. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get some salt and I gotta gargle with some salt before we do video games hot dog. Uh, A14 says, why do rusty head trimmers work differently from Abu clues? The head trimmers take you to the lost in the great overlook lodge directly while the clues cause your next adventure at the Abu peak to be the horror. That's a great question because they're kind of the same, right? They're an item that drops and it's a way to turn item drops into additional non-combats. I don't know why. I, did I, I feel like something changed post-release about the way Abu Clues worked, and I don't remember if that is that there didn't used to be Abu Clues, and now there are. And so, you know, if 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 that was the case, it was done differently because it was done much later. Um, on those peaks, we also sort of divided up the mechanical and narrative design on all of those between me and Riff and Mr. Skullhead. Um, and Abu was Mr. Skullheads and twin was riffs. Although I built out how a lot of the mechanical stuff in there worked first. And then oil peak was mine and was very boring. And one note, I mean, actually I had like five notes, but, <clears throat> um, the erosion seeker says, Hey, Sam, I know this is super late, but is there any chance we could get a recreation of the 2014 Crimbot bow mini game? Maybe it's an old fuel rod that you accidentally breathe and hallucinate and it makes all your teeth fall out. You know, I don't hate the idea of making that robot mini game playable in, in some limited way, even mm -hmm. if it's just for fun. Put an With arcade no machine rewards. of it somewhere. Like in the arcade. Yeah. Like the jackass plumber. I wish the arcade wasn't attached to an item of the month. The way that it is. You can just make a new arcade. Make an arcade across the street. Okay. Like a competitive <laughs> put, put, arcade. Put a put a uh, put a video game room in the library that's across the street from the Oh yeah. From everything. Yeah. There's always a library across the street. 
Grave says, <clears throat> would you be opposed to adding information to the character page that sums up your total bonuses from passives, potions, and equipment? Counting it by hand can be difficult when you have a lot of skills permed. This doesn't necessarily need to include hidden effects if they exist, just the numbers that are outright stated. Well, the problem is, the problem with that second thing is that the player object, once it's been built and passed over to the profile page, doesn't know the difference between hidden sources of plus item drops and non-hidden sources. I don't know that it's that important to us to hide. I mean, it are there... us from doing things that have hidden information in them. Yeah. You know, I mean, if we really wanted to, we could have... We could just also increment another field that was like hidden item bo- drop bonus yeah. and subtract that at display time, you know. I mean, there aren't that many things. Like, outfits used to give hidden bonuses, but they don't anymore. There are a few things I can think of that give hidden bonuses, but not that many, you know? So, I don't know. Bosbert says, time for another Twitch Tower event, yes? Yeah, we were talking about that the other day. It might. It might happen soon. It might happen kind of soon. It might have already happened because it's time travel. It already happened, man. You don't even... Man, you don't even... Man, you don't... Man, you don't know, man. Jack and Rod Stuff, says Malice93. I've returned from another basement, and my... Finance has bought me Mr. Card Game. What? At Gen Con, Fiance. where I was originally hooked by you in 2008. Codes for hand of Mr. Cards were not included in the box, and we want one. Suggestions for my code? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Because we don't have, I mean, like, we can make some more codes, clearly, but like, we gave, we literally gave all of those codes to uh, the publisher that is now bankrupt. Yeah, why? How would there have ended up being a boxed copy of it that didn't have the code in it? You had, I think you had to contact them to get oh, the code. Oh, to get one. Um, you know, send us a picture of you with the game and we'll send you a code. <laughs> how about that? Uh, email that to zach at asymmetric.net and then we'll figure something out. Um, and only you. Only <laughs> you. Nobody else do this. Also, I have returned from another basement and my finance has bought me Mr. Card Game. I don't, I have no idea how to interpret that. Is it, I'm pretty is sure it's supposed it's to be fiance? Fiance. Right. Yeah. I can imagine going to type fiance and it coming out finance. And basement, I don't know what that means. Maybe that's, um, maybe there's like a, a game shop in their basement. Um, let's see. Flamo says, hi, can you give us a clue as to what makes you politically active means in the description to the eternal flame skill from the Celsius 233 spellbook? No, because I do not know. That is something that Chris Moyer did. Do you know what it is? I vaguely remember. Yeah. Uh, John Diaz says, just an FYI that Feast of Boris and El Dio de los Muertos Barachos both fall on November 23rd this year. Any chance of another Drunksgiving? Well, he says, no chance of another Drunksgiving. But yeah, we're, we're doing something. I drew, I drew some stuff for today. And uh, I've, I think I've done everything that I need to do before. Because I'm getting on an airplane tomorrow and not going to be back in San Francisco where I can draw art until you're after Thanksgiving. You're on a jet plane and you're not. Don't know. Don't I don't know when I'll be back again. I, I really don't. <laughs> I, I'm probably driving back to San Francisco on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. But it depends. If it's raining, I might go later. If it's extra raining, I might go even later. If it's super not raining, I might go earlier. I don't know. I be don't sure know, to man. Tag me to that stuff if you need writing for it. Yeah, I will. I don't let Rain Man tell me what to do. 
except when I was younger and he told me to get in the bathtub, but then the hot water burned me and he was all like, fuck. And then you remember that classic some matches. Remember that classic scene in Rain Man where uh, Dustin Hoffman is all fuck. Fuck." Yeah. Fuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I injured the child. Fuck. Classic. They engraved that on the Oscar that they gave him (laughs) for that. Fuck. I'm sorry. I injured the child. Fuck. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to make a poster. Well, maybe somebody else will make it for me if I say this. Uh, I was I want to make a poster that looks... I might need your help, uh, Kevin, mm-hmm. with some Photoshop filtering to mm-hmm. take a picture of Paul Hogan uh-huh. and make it look like he's a painting by Rene Magritte. And okay. then underneath it, it will say, Cecine pa un knife. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's pretty good, right? That's, sure. And I didn't see that somewhere. I'm pretty sure I actually made that up. I, none of my, none of my extra hilarious tweets from when I was in Australia got any traction because they were always in the middle of the night where most of my Twitter followers are. Most of your Twitter followers are in the middle of the night. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Con- constantly. The spookiest ones. It's just this long, dark uh, night of the soul. I honestly don't know how to make something look like a Magritte painting. I mean, you kind of posterize it. You kind, kind of put of? texture on it. It's, it's weird, though. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that great. It just needs to not just be like a, a crudely photoshopped rectangular cutout of Paul Hogan's head. Right. Who do you think Paul Hogan's heroes are? <laughs> Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, the Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Okay. Uh, there's gotta be at least one more, right? Um, uh, the, the, you can always yeah. have the, the in a list that right. contains anything <laughs> that starts with the, is there, is there like a Mr. The, is that a character in anything? Cause then you go, Mr. Mr. <laughs> Keep going that way. <laughs> if it ended with Mr. Misty, you go Mr. Misty, and then you could go anybody named Misty. Oh, Misty from Pokemon. Yeah, Misty from Pokemon, and then you can go Pokemon Jones. <laughs> Pokemon Jones was, uh, it was weird that there were still like black exploitation movies being made in the late 90s. Uh, but they were, and that was a pretty good one. He had all the Pokemon, and that was his power. Yeah. And he knew karate. <laughs> um, There's still time to fix the machine, Elf, says Bozbert. It's still in standard for a few months. It doesn't need fixing. Well, it's just finishing, right? Like, you've, you've got, like, a to-do item on it or whatever. No, I don't. I did all of my part. I'm almost sure... That it this is that you have a to do item for it. I, what 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 was I supposed to do? I don't know, man. I made it so your pings don't even show up anymore because <laughs> they, I got tired of looking at nine year old pings. <laughs> um, Were there nine of them? <laughs> yep, that was the best thing about them. Um, Icon three one five says, "Is it possible to see what is inside gift packages that you've sent? At the moment, it only shows the inside note. Sometimes I'm not sure if I sent the correct amount of meat slash items to the person. It'd be nice to be able to confirm it on my end." So the problem is it does it it does show you what was in them, but only after they've been opened. It's such a bad system. It's really dumb. 
Uh, and that's only because that feature was added later and that was the easiest way to add it at the time. Like it just, whenever it gave somebody that output, you hated it gift packages stored so a copy much of that. Afterward, I, after, after the implementation. I still kind of hate gift packages. They yeah. just caused a lot of problems. Yeah. We should have anticipated the way that people would behave with them. And yeah, the, making them actual objects was the worst probably. Kalimi says, any chance you'd be willing to remove case sensitivity in genie wishes? I'm actually really surprised that it is case sensitive. Um, but I've put that onto CD Moyer's pile, pile, pile. Let's see. Uh, hey, how about instead of answering another question, we just uh, end this podcast and go get some National Pizza Month pizza. Um, I was trying to come up with some sort of like short response to that question, you know, like some sort of brief case sensitivity. Okay. Uh, issue, but I couldn't, uh, national pizza month. Well, it was in October. Bozber wrote on October 7th, it's national pizza month time to release the heredric pizza oven, but we didn't read it until November. So it's too late. Sorry. Is it, is it always pizza month somewhere? Mm-hmm. Like just like it's always five o'clock yeah. somewhere. It's good because of the national month line. Right. (laughs) The international month line. International month line. Guys, my Monday lasted... See, that was another tweet that didn't get any traction. My one about how I had to have two Mondays in a row and I didn't get any lasagna on either of them. (laughs) See, that's a tweet about being Garfield. uh, Garfield the cat. Yep. Hey, Riff, you'll remember this. What was that just insane Heathcliff panel that's always used as... Uh, an example of Heathcliff being crazy. Hmm. I don't remember a specific one. I know there is like someone points out, pointed out the fact that there's a literal garbage ape, an ape that runs around their neighborhood, destroying the garbage cans or something. And, and that being pointed out is strange. Um, yeah. Pass yeah. That I think. I think it was something about the garbage ape. Anyway, that's a great story to end yep. the podcast on. <laughs> Excellent uh, be sure and, anecdote. Be sure and Google Heathcliff. Um, <laughs> if you're lucky, you'll go down some sort of Wuthering Heights uh, rabbit <laughs> hole instead of anything else. Go down a heights hole. Isn't that just like sort of heights standing hole. still? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry. Wow. We are we're really on. Uh, the yeah. Sorry about the abrupt uh, top of our form. The abrupt here. degradation of quality <laughs> at the end of this podcast. Well, um, the beginning was also maybe bad. I will make the audio quality similarly decline at the point where I went off the rails. Um, sorry. This. Uh, that's the static. Okay. Just, I'll copy and I'm, I'm giving you some static noise that you can just okay. overlay. I'll over copy whole, and paste that yeah, over. over all right. Else. Let's all be quiet so that we can get some of Kevin's static. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> My throat hurts. Uh, I don't get what was up with the phone you thing. Sick? That's weird as hell. Do you think you're, you've got con crud? With what? I don't know. 
I can't. I mean, I couldn't have Pax sickness. Pax that took three weeks to. Sure, you could. Pax could box. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Because I mean, you could have like when you got back and you licked all the iPads. That yes, <laughs> I did do that. Well, they were dirty. Right. Well, you wanted. <laughs> I know you wanted to clean them. All right. So you're recording. We, we never do pre-roll footage for the KOL show, but I think we got some now. Okay. Yeah. Riff, would you rather have a sore throat or a toy boat? Oh, I mean, a toy boat. That doesn't seem like a very difficult choice. <laughs> what if uh, What if you had a hundred sore throats or a hundred toy boats? And you what had if... to say each of them in sequence. <laughs> what if you had to fight either a hundred sore throat-sized <laughs> toy boats or one <laughs> toy boat-sized sore throat? It feels like I swallowed a toy boat with a jagged sail. Mm. That's probably the jagged, sharp... Jagged little sail. That's probably the sharp part of a toy boat. <laughs> um, jagged and ragged are kind of the same, but uh, one is for hard stuff and one is for soft stuff. That's true. Okay. This has been Etymology Corner our, well, with Uncle it's Zach. Like, it's like a rhyme... rhyme. Uh, rhyme and reason. Hey, everybody. Is that the name of your new podcast? Well, okay. Actually, hey, Riff. One, yes. two, three.